Amen. Well, good morning, Identity Church. I believe we're all online. You know, one of the one of the things about being led by the Holy Spirit is it's scary. Because we're about to go somewhere where I have no idea. In fact, I had a completely prepared message and communion just kind of wrecked me. I'm just going to be honest with you. Do you know that one of the things that I believe the Holy Spirit is trying to to teach us right now is how to be led by Him and how to go into His presence and how not to worry about the things that we can't change, but to actually keep our mind safe, keep our mind on Him. You know, one one of the big things that the Lord's been putting on my heart here lately is to make sure that I'm not just rigid, to make sure that I'm, I'm moving and flowing with Him. There's a lot of things in my life right now that are just changing. In fact, Pastor Mark Manchin actually said that he was looking, uh, we were at a conference a, a while back and he made a comment about how he was always looking for himself to be transitioned into somewhere. And he said it didn't happen. He said he just went from transition to transition to transition. And you know, that's the way it's been for me and Heather since about, I don't know, the middle of 2015. It's just been one transition after another transition after another transition. You know, this is, this is the thing that, and I'm still trying to get with the Holy Spirit, so I, I am sort of stalling too. But do you know that the transitions that have been happening They've been good, but they've been scary. They, they've, had, they've had issues that have popped up. They've had the ability for me to say, do I really want to do this? Do I really want to take on all of this? And you know, those particular transitions are, they're, they're hard. They're hard, but you know, I look back on the last you know, eight, nine years of our life and there's been some awesome blessings that has happened too. You know, that's the thing is I believe that in our human condition we will take on the things that are the negative more than we take on the things that are the positive. I think I know where we're going. Jesus, help me. Turn over to Philippians chapter 4. I'm just going to start at the beginning right here. Verse 1, it says, Therefore, my beloved, and long for brethren, my joy and my crown, so stand fast in the Lord, beloved. I implore Eurodia and I implore Stichita to be of the same mind in the Lord. And I urge you also, true companions, help these women who labor with me in the gospel, with Clement also, and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. By the way, if you want to know what what Paul actually believes about women teachers and, and what Jesus believes about women teachers, he just mentioned two women that were ministers, right? Did, did I just go crazy or something? I want to make sure that that got, that got put out there. Anybody watching, if you if you got a problem with women ministers, then um, go take it up with Paul, okay? Because I, 
I'm just going to go with what the Word says. And oh, oh yeah, by the way, people go, Jesus didn't like women ministers. The first person that He commissioned to go tell the gospel was the woman at the well. By the way, she was the one that had been married four or five times and was actually living with a man and she was the first one to go preach the gospel. Wow. Wow. Anyway, let's keep moving. And it says right here in verse 4, it says, Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, will guard your hearts and your mind through Christ Jesus. Now I want you to understand something. This particular scripture right here, where it says, be anxious for nothing. Wow. That's a pretty big... That's a pretty big load that's coming out of my mouth. Do you know that if I'm anxious over anything, then I can't then I can't live by this. See, being anxious for nothing means that I'm not going to take anything that might give me anxiety. Right? In fact, it, you know, the last song that we just sang, I speak Jesus. I speak the name over all anxiety was one of the lines. Do you know that when I speak the name of Jesus over anxiety, when I speak the name of Jesus over the things that are happening in my life, there are power that goes out and it goes into the thing that is having a problem. But see, I can't go speak the problem because if I keep speaking the problem and I keep putting my mind on the problem, then guess what? I just get more of the problem. But see, if I believe something, then I need to speak it and I need to speak the name of Jesus into it and I need to believe that it's going to come to pass. You may say, well, it's not worked for me. I don't think you've done it yet. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I know. Anybody listening to the sound of my voice, I know there's going to be times where you go, well, I did it. You keep doing it. You got to get your heart settled that this is what's going to happen. How many people knows what settle means, right? You know, I, there's sometimes where we need to be stirred up and sometimes we need to, to settle, right? This past week I was taking a, an energy drink and I was putting it into some water and there was these big clumps that had settled to the bottom. You know, those clumps that are in the bottom? And so you, I had to go from a spoon because I couldn't get it to like a knife and I'm trying to like get the clumps up, right? Because they had settled to the bottom, I needed to stir it up. I needed to make it active. I needed to get it to absorb into it, right? Well, see, the thing is, is that when I need to stir myself up, then I need to get it to absorb. But after I've allowed that thing to absorb, I need to let it settle. You need to get that thing to where it, it, it's firm. It has a firm foundation. You know, we're standing on a concrete floor right here. You're sitting on one. And you know what? In every single instance of concrete being poured, people didn't pour the concrete and then go, okay, people start walking on it. What had to happen? They had to let it settle. They had to let it get firm. And see, that's the thing is that in everything that we do, we have to have a settling 
our foundation needs to be firm. And it says right here in verse, um, verse 7, And the peace of God which passeth all understanding will guard your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. Finally, my brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are noble, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good report, if there's any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and God of peace will be with you. You know, there's a, there's a point in our lives where we have to take and, and understand what God is telling us more than what the world is telling us. You know, there's some pretty, there's some pretty bad things that are going on in a lot of people's lives. You know, in my own life, you know, I've got people that work for me that tell me stuff and you start realizing that they live a life of hell. Hell on earth. There was, a, there was something that happened this week and one of my employees actually had a domestic dispute and the thing just went on and on and on. Do you know that, that people are dealing with stuff? You know what? If you're dealing with something, then you need to face it head on. I'm not saying not do that. I'm saying you need to face it head on. You need to go find ways of being able to do that. But also you need to speak over it. You need to think on the good thing. You need to see the outcome being the thing that shows you where to go next. If you don't know where to go next, you need to see it. I kind of feel like we need to see something. Okay? Everybody close your eyes. Alright, you want to see something? If I ask you how many... I want you to do this, and I want you to show me a number once you've seen it all, right? How many windows are in your house? I got a 10 in the back. I got like a 15 and uh, 10 and... All right, I, I got some 13 and then I got... Okay, all right. So do you just like have a, a tally of your windows in your house? You do? You, you keep it on a piece of paper? You go, oh, I know all the windows in my house. I just wrote it down on a piece of paper. How did you figure out how many windows when I asked you to do that? How many windows was in your house? You saw it. You know, there are things where I walk around in my house to look at the windows in my head. You know, that's seeing. That's not seeing with your eyes. That's seeing in your head. Do you know that the Holy Spirit can show you what to see? It feels very somber in here. But what I want you to understand is, is that actually seeing something beyond what's just in your physical eyes. I'm pretty sure there's probably people in here that have children and grandchildren that are in other places, you hadn't seen them in weeks, maybe months, maybe years. I don't know. But can you see their face? See, this is the thing that we need to understand is that in order for us to have the peace that passeth all understanding in our heart, our belief system, and in our mind, we have to have something that we can see first. 
You can't have a peaceful thought that actually was pure hell. You can't just take the things that are coming at you at 100 miles an hour and make that what you see in your spirit. Because it doesn't work that way. You have to see it coming to pass. You know, one of the things that, that the Lord's been showing me this, this week, and I may teach on this in a few weeks, and Womack, Andrew Womack, I went to his Bible college, so you know, I get to use his stories as if though uh, you know, they were copyright. They are. They're your right to copy. Anything you hear me say, anything you hear a minister that you like say, it's, it's copyrighted. It's your right to copy. That's a Greg Mooreism, by the way, one of the teachers that I went to Karis with. But you got to understand is that sometimes we need to understand our place in the body. We need to understand what we're supposed to do. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over there. Let's see here. trying to find the scripture right here see this is the thing about being led by the holy ghost is sometimes when the scripture pops in your head but you don't know where it's at you kind of have to go oh lord jesus help me do you know that i'm just going to i'm just going to use the scripture because i can't find it right this second but this right here is one of those scriptures that 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 as i and if you if y'all know the scripture scream it out i'll look it up okay but one of the things about this scripture is, is that it says that, that be angry and sin not. Don't let your wrath go down with the sun. See, one of the things that we need to understand is that in order to sin not, we need to be angry at the devil. We need to be angry at the situation that's going on in our lives. We need to be angry, not at people, but at the thing. Now, I'm going to tell you, you go back and read the scripture. Do you know that one of the things about that scripture is, is that most people use it from the perspective of being angry and, and you need to get it out of your life before the sun goes down. Ephesians 4. Because I want to read it here. Ephesians 4. Ephesians 4.26. Thank you all. Alright, so I'm going to start in verse 25. Therefore, putting away lying, let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor. For we all are members one another. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath. Do not give place to the devil. Let him who stole steal no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands what is good, that he might have something to give him to has need. This, this right here where it says, be angry and sin not. Do not let the sun go down your wrath. 
You can go with the perspective of, well, don't let, your, don't let the wrath, you know, don't let your wrath go into the next day. But do you know that one of the things about this is, is that you need to understand that God is telling us to don't just let your anger go away about something that's going on in your life. What happens when you're no longer angry about something? Anybody? Acceptance. Acceptance. Beautiful. You know, a lot of times when we accept something and we do it very quickly, we start messing with our heart. When we're not angry at a situation anymore, when we don't give our full oomph behind it, then we just give place to the devil. That's powerful. That is powerful, guys. You know that when you don't give place to the devil, then that means that you are constantly fighting against him. You're fighting against that situation. Are there people in that situation? Absolutely. Are we supposed to love people? We're supposed to love people. Are we supposed to be angry at people? Sometimes. Sometimes we need to have a little bit of zeal behind us to go, I'm not going to let that happen. I got news for you. Somebody comes in here and they start messing with, with anybody in here. I'm going to go fight them. I'm going to go stand up against them. If I have to, I'm going to kill them. You may go, Dusty, that's, that, that's not loving. No, it's loving towards you. I mean, if, if somebody doesn't stand up, and they don't get angry, and they don't do something, then the bad people get to take over, right? Well, the exact same thing happens in every situation in your own life. I'll go back over to Philippians chapter 4. So Philippians chapter 4, where it says, it says that uh, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be named, made known to God, and the peace of God which passeth all understanding will guard your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. Well, if I let my heart, my belief system, and my mind, will, and emotions be taken over by the things of this world, by the things that are going on, by my circumstances, if I allow that to be the thing that just grabs hold of me, then eventually I accept it. Do you know that, that in everything that you do, when it says, finally, my brother, think on the things that are true. Do you know that when I'm thinking on the things that are true, I know what truth is. I can hear a lie and I can tell it. You know, if you ever believe that you're hearing a lie, just go turn on CNN, Fox News, MSNBC. It doesn't matter which one it is. <clears throat> you're going to hear a lie, especially some of the things that are going on. And you go, that goes against God. Well, guess what? The same thing happens in your own life. If it's an untruth, don't accept it. If it's an untruth, don't make it a part of what you do. You know, whatsoever things are true, think on those things. Be angry and sin not. Don't let that sin come and take over. When somebody goes, well, you know, if, if you don't agree with us, we'll kill you. Well, guess what? I get to go to heaven. That's one of the things about being angry and sin not and not allowing the devil to do something is the fact that no matter what happens in my life, I'm still going to go to heaven. 
There are things that are going on in your life. There's things that are going on in my life. You know what? If it was to go opposite world on my life, I will fight till I die. Because I'm going to be angry and I'm going to sin not. You know, there are things that I want to do in my life that I can't do because there's people and things and, and opportunities and all that that are not coming along. And you know what? We need to be, we need to continue to keep that zeal behind us. Because the moment that the Lord opens those opportunities to us, we've got to be able to take it. See, I hear too many people go, well, I've already, I've been believing God for years. I've been believing God for years. Well, you know, the Lord told me in September 25th of 2015 at 1.25 in the morning that I was going to have a ministry. Okay? Well, that didn't happen until 2020. And by the way, the thing he showed me and all the stuff I've got written down, it has not happened yet. This is a good start, by the way, but that's not what is on the paper. We, we've gotten, one, I, I'm, I'm maybe three quarters of the way through, through step number one. I'm not going to give up the zeal. I'm not going to say, well, it didn't happen in this time frame. It didn't happen in that time frame. Well, you know what? How about that? How about this? What, what if that happened at work? How many people has ever been at work? This happened to me. How many people have been at work and the paycheck didn't come? And Alabama Power, the power company, is great about paying us. But we had a bank glitch. We've had a bank glitch where they overpaid us and we've had it where they didn't pay us. And it took them a couple days to figure it out. And if there was a, an issue, they said, well, we'll, we'll help pay the, the extra if you missed a payment or, or if there was some sort of issue. But do you know that that in that perspective, where we're taking a hold of, of, you know, of who we are and what we're supposed to be doing. You know, if I applied that to my work, well, did I just quit that day? And go, well, they ain't put my paycheck in my, in my account. I know they've done it every other time. I know Jesus has come through every other time. But this time he's not come through. And I don't know why he's not come through, so I'm just going to give up and quit on Jesus. See, that's what happens when we stop getting angry. We stop having zeal. We stop performing with what God is telling us to do. When we stop and we give up, then we settle for certain things that we're not supposed to settle for. And say, I want you to understand that every time you have become a, that you have an issue or you've, you've had some sort of problem in your life, you need to understand that Jesus always comes through. Amen. Jesus always comes through. I want you to say it with me. Jesus always comes through. So that's step one. The moment that you've believed, the moment that you've believed, the moment that you've believed, you start speaking. Mark 11, 23, 24. If I say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and should not doubt in my heart, my belief system. I've made it so rooted and grounded. I've settled on it. I've settled on it. 
It is my belief that whatsoever things that I say, I believe them. And I know they're going to come to pass. If I say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in my heart. Whatsoever things that I believe when I say them, they shall come to pass. Do you know that this is something that you have to settle in your own heart? And when it says here, finally, my brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are normal, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report. If there's any virtue and if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on those things. You know what meditating is? Close your eyes again. Meditating on it is listening to something like this. You're an overcomer. You can do all things through Christ Jesus that strengthens you. My God supplies all your needs according to, your riches, according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I'm above only and not beneath. You know all those are scriptures. Also, you know, come to me and I will... Uh, Come to me, you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. That's a great scripture to meditate on. Peace I leave you and peace I give you. I do not give as the world gives, but do not let your heart be troubled and do not be afraid. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not into your own understanding and all your ways submit to him. And he will make your your path straight. Because I'm being led by the Holy Ghost, I'm almost done here. I want you to understand that the power of the Holy Spirit works in you and through you to be able to bring you to the right path. You just have to believe it. You have to say it. There's some times that I'm going to be bold with you. You just got to pray in the Holy Ghost. You don't know what to pray. And you got to pray in the Holy Spirit. Some of you go, hey, I don't know if I've ever been baptized in the Holy Spirit. Let's talk about that. Well, we can do that. But see, I want you to understand that if you don't understand, if you don't know where to go, then you at least got to start on looking on these things. You've got to get to the point to where you say, I am so rooted and I am so grounded in what God has done that I'm going to do what he's put in my heart. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And then he will bring them to pass. Psalms 37, 4 and 5. Do you know that there are times in my life where I don't know what to believe? I don't know what to think. And you know what I have to do? I have to go and meditate. I have to go get the scriptures and I have to say, Lord, I don't understand. This has been happening and I don't understand how to do this. I need to know something and it's not, I can't see it with my eyes. And he'll tell you, shut your eyes and start seeing the way I see. How many people would like to see the way God sees? You know, God, you know, people think of God as being able to see linear. Well, God is so omniscient. Uh, omniscient, he knows everything, that he knows the beginning from the end. Well, you know what's so funny is he gave us all free will, so we all get to, I, I get to make different decisions today 
and I can make two or three different decisions. Do you know that God is so powerful that he sees all those decisions and he knows every path that you possibly could take and he knows everywhere you could do. And there are points of decision that's in your life right now to where you can make one decision of either I'm going to sit down and not do anything or I'm going to move on and I'm going to go do something else or I'm going to go and do the thing that God's going to show me how to do. And you know what? There is an outcome for every single one of those. There is no predestination of where you're going to be in 20 years. Do you know that there's a predestination if it was 100 years, we're all going to be dead. But the other piece of this is, is that you need to understand is that you get to choose whether or not you're going to follow him or you're going to follow something else. You go, Dusty, does God know if I'm going to choose something? That's what's so beautiful about free will. Free will does not give a particular outcome. If not, it would just be predestined. See, that's where I think we mess up. We had people like Calvin. We had Armenia and all these other people. After, after Martin Luther went and nailed the decree onto the, onto the wall... And we got freedom and people come back and said, I don't want to give you freedom. I want to give you predestination. God knows that every choice you're ever going to make. Yes, he knows every choice I could make. But that doesn't mean that he know that he is he has gotten it down. See, if you live that kind of life where it's like, I still have a choice, then you will make the right one. But if you allow circumstances to just happen to you, then you go, well, that must be God's will. I'm going to tell you something. It ain't. Go look at the Word. I'll go take you to some Scriptures. If you want the Scriptures, come to me. We'll go talk about it. But God did not put things on you in order to teach you something or to make His will happen. It didn't happen. God wants to work with us. He's not trying to work against us. You can change. You can go a different direction. God's will is for you to follow Him. He knows every path that you could pick. But see, the thing is, is that you need to pick the right one. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it eat the fruit thereof. He gave life and death. He didn't say... Just don't worry about it. Just don't have anything on your tongue because guess what? You don't get to choose. No, you get to choose this day how you're going to serve the Lord or not. And see, that's the thing I want you to understand is that if you live a life where you're just going to go along to get along, then you're not going to get very far. You know, everybody in here has the ability today to say, I'm either going to sit down and do nothing or I'm going to get up tomorrow and I'm going to go do what I know is right. Well, what if it doesn't work out? What if it does? You know, if we started acting and believing like what the Word says, you know, if we actually, the things that we say, we actually act upon them, then guess what? We're going to start seeing some stuff change. You're going to start seeing some stuff change. You're going to start seeing people and opportunities. They're just going to start coming more and more. 
and am I trying to peddle a, a pile of roses? The answer is no. But see, if I've got choice, then I can go and I can get past the thing. Because the Holy Spirit can lead and guide me into all the truth. But if the moment that I have an issue, that I just give up what must be God's will, then you're going to be stupid. Because what's going to happen is, is you're going to take anything that you get. I'm going to tell you straight up, that's not the way that I'm going to live my life. I'm going to live my life because if I have a roadblock, and I've had plenty of them in my life, if I have a roadblock and it comes, I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to find a way over it, I'm going to find a way around it, I'm going to dig a tunnel under it, we're going to get past it. Amen? It's going to happen. I'm going to start thinking on the good things. I'm not going to think on the bad things. There's plenty of bad things to think about, but you know what? I can see past it. You know what? I have been seeing since 2020 people standing up and doing the right thing. And you know what's happening all over this country? I mean, there's an anthem right now that's going out from this guy, the rich men from rich, that's north of Richmond. You know, it's igniting people, black, white, Hispanic, Asian. It doesn't matter. It's, it's showing people that we have a satanic issue in America. You know what's happening is everybody's starting to go, wait a minute, that guy's speaking some truth. I told Heather, I said, there's a spirit behind this. And yes, it does have a couple of cuss words in it. But I guess, I guess that uh, whole part about, you know, being angry and sin not, there may be a couple of cuss words that come out when I get angry at something and I say, in the name of Jesus, you're going to get out of my way right now. You're going to get out of my way right now. I'm tired of it. Where I'm going to step through it. I'm going to step over it. I'm going to knock it out of the way. I'm going to kick it down. Because the Holy Spirit will tell me exactly how to do it. You will be able to go places where you've never gone. You'll be able to think ways that you've never thought before. You will be able to handle the things that come at you. And you'll smile and you'll do it. You know, that's the thing about being angry and sinning not. Is that on the other side of it, if you fought a good fight... How much more sweet is it when you have the victory? Amen? Everybody's head bowed and eye closed. You are more than conquerors. You can do all things through Christ Jesus that strengthens you. There is a place where God is going to bring you freedom. And it's in Jesus. The Holy Spirit is going to give you the opportunity. Because Jesus told us that the comforter, the one that comes, that, he, that he's going to teach us all things. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just pray the comforter comes and teaches us the things. When, when we can't see past our, our, our circumstance, Father, that you just have the Holy Spirit come in. If we'll just take the time to sit down, Father, and just... Put our minds on you and allow you to paint a picture that's on the inside of us. That you will just have the Holy Spirit come in and teach us these things. That you'll bring scripture to us. You'll bring people that can teach us. You'll show us where to go next. You'll give us the opportunities, Father. You'll bring the right people across our path. You're going to give us the right opportunities. Because you're the God that is more than enough. Father, I just pray in Jesus' name. 
that each and every person to the sound of my voice, whether they're listening online or if they're listening in this room, that they're keeping their eyes, the spiritual eyes open and that they're seeing the good things, the things that are praiseworthy. That they're not putting their mind on the negative and putting their mind on things. That they're angry at at sin and at Satan. And they're sinning not. Father, I just pray as they go out this week, I I pray that you give them opportunities to to grow and expand on this idea. I pray, dear, dear Lord, Holy Spirit, don't let it up from them. Let it this just keep coming back to their their hearts and their minds. I thank you, Father, that they're gonna go through their week and every single time they're gonna say, Yes, Lord, I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a stop right here and I'm just gonna see something good. In the name of Jesus. I'm going to speak something good because I believe it. And we just thank you for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You're dismissed. If you need prayer, I'll be down here at the front.